0: Well, Chris, here we are. We're in our final episode of the Six Park Podcast, and uh, it's been a lot of fun going through uh, all this content. I hope it's been uh, helpful to you. Uh, This last session, what we want to do is just a quick review of the idea of a joy house, that we want to not live with a fear house in our inner world, but we want to replace it with a joy house, and that requires laying a foundation of quieting from upset emotions calming from them so that and growing our appreciation not just saying thank you but being able to stay in a state of appreciation for five minutes at a time then we want to uh, build with that a uh, the, the structure of the house around storytelling so we call them joy stories how do you talk about emotions that and bouncing back from our upsetting emotions things like that and then we put a roof on the house, and that roof is attacking toxic thinking that so often tries to sabotage our joy and rob us of that emotion. So the, the, together they spell casa, right? Casa is a, a house. We're building a joy house. Now, this episode, we we're going to talk about filling our joy house with good things. You know, We want to fill it with a good life. We want to build that kind of life. So Chris, why don't you just give us a sense of some of the things you guys do around your your family. If I were to pop in on the courses, what are a few things that you guys do to build joy as a family and kind of fill that joy house with good things?
1: You know, that's a good question, Marcus. One of the things we do is we're very purposeful about it. We use mealtimes as the opportunity to build some joy. And so that's usually sharing highlights from the day um, even telling nonverbal stories of from something to the what day. What is a nonverbal
0: story so, going to have to out there? Right? You
1: know, it's basically it's charades. And so you have to act out something from your day. And then, you know, we would all try to guess what it was. My kids just love this. My kids are 11 and 13, so it's still fun, yeah. not too awkward. Um, But we are very purposeful about it. Even how we start our day, driving our sons to school, we're reflecting on God's gifts, reflecting on moments of appreciation or gratitude, uh, how we end our day. Um, Thanking God at night, you know, as we pray with them before bed. What is it you want to thank Jesus for from the day? So we try to be very proactive, but also keeping it simple. And um, one of the l- big lessons, Marcus, we're learning in our household right now is uh, the satisfaction concept of how our sons are in a stage where they'd want to do chores quickly. They just want to do everything as fast as humanly possible, get it done so they could get down to business, whatever else it is they want to do. And uh, so we're trying to teach them the, the joy of satisfaction of how we can take our time and do things well, Marcus. Like, we just do things well. And then we can review and reflect on that. And I've, I think that's the big lesson right now that we're practicing.
0: So that's kind of the theme of this uh, episode is satisfaction. And and we hear that word. It's like, well, what do we mean by that? And, and I look at satisfaction as the idea that it is something that brought you joy in the moment. But it didn't just bring you joy in the moment. That's what we call a temporary pleasure. Something's temporarily pleasurable it means it was fun at the moment. But, you know, it, the moment's gone, Right. As opposed to something that is satisfying, not only brought you joy in the moment, but sometimes it wasn't even all that joyful in the moment. But when you think back on it three days later, four days later, it still brings you joy. It's satisfying because there's something lasting about it. So we think about things that go into creating satisfying experiences for ourselves and for our kids and that involves creativity so you talk about charades right that's you know really creative people got to think they got to engage yeah beyond creativity it's got to be relational well that click checks that box too right if we do things that are relational that are creative Mm -hmm. and that also things that take a little effort Mm -hmm. right it's not just something i just show up and start clicking away at Mm -hmm. it's like it takes a little practice to get good at these things this is one of the reasons why, you know, one of what we're trying to to help our kids learn what we may have to learn later in life if we didn't get it mm-hmm. is this principle of how of working for and waiting for what is good mm-hmm. instead of always doing the thing that's the instant gratification. Good. Wow. So, what when we get into this if you if you don't learn this if if, if mm-hmm. we didn't pick this up early in life and we are still in that instant gratification mode what that does is it opens us up to becoming addicted to it things does. doesn't it yeah so tell us a little bit about addiction of the brain how that operates why why the, these things are so related
1: yeah you know what this is very related because when we don't learn satisfaction then as you said we're after those addictions things that are just a little shot of dopamine and it's just a quick fix and so addiction are just kind of a counterfeit joy, right? It's just, it's that temporary pleasure. And basically, addictions are born out of the inability to have learned satisfaction in our lives. And so we're very vulnerable for addictions when we are not growing joy or when we haven't learned satisfaction. So the good news is we can actually change our brain, right? Like we can actually Um, change how our brain operates. It's just going to take a little bit of practice. And and in a sense, what we're trying to do in our family to kind of addiction-proof our sons is help them practice these things that we've been talking about in this podcast, practicing joy and calming, appreciation, all of these things we try to practice as a family. Basically, it's just to try to minimize the potential for their brains learning these addictive behaviors, addictive patterns. And we live in a, a world here, Marcus, where everything is like this quick, everything is a promise for something quick, you know, a quick fix, a quick meal, a quick, you know, jumping on social media and getting some likes. It's, you know, my heart is for a lot of kids are growing up with the the world and the technology that we're in. So more than ever, we need satisfaction we need joy we need these practices that we're talking about
0: yeah so when you think about evaluation how i do an assessment you know am i living out of a fear house am i living out of a joy house am i filling that house with satisfying things you you look at your life and you go first of all how avoidant am i and what i mean by avoidant is why do I, do I avoid hard people mm-hmm. do i avoid hard tasks am i always doing the easy thing yeah. right uh how uh, anxious am i how angry, how easily, how short is my yeah. fuse, right? Th- those are signs that I'm living out of a fear house instead of a joy house. Right. It's not that I never get anxious or that I yeah. never get angry, but I got a quick fuse or I live in that anxiety a lot. But maybe the biggest assessment is m- my addiction level. How addicted yeah. am I to things? Because if I, if I find that I'm struggling as an adult still with addictions, what that means is that I have still been locked in that fear house and I really do need the skills here. I need to work on quieting my emotions and living more out of appreciation, sharing you know that joy with other people. And so when we're talking about satisfying, we are talking about learning to work for, wait for yeah. what truly lasts, what's truly good, and, uh, and, and we do that creatively and relationally. Yeah. So
1: I'm, I feel like I'm the poster child here for what we're talking about, Marcus, because I grew up with addictions, And I grew up low, joy, running on fear, like that was my life. So as you're as you're talking, I'm just reflecting on, wow, Marcus has been. That's how I was. You're describing me, and and I hope that people find this like hopeful that for someone as myself who was really caught in in the quicksand of addictions and just kind of felt like I was just sinking, and running my life on fear, like it was these principles and practices that we're talking about that really changed my life that i could learn joy i could learn satisfaction
0: these things could grow in the garden that God planted me in. And, and 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 that's hopeful. It is hopeful. Well, and to just spread the hope a little bit further. So we've been talking this, this podcast series about joy-filled people and just the practices that we as individuals need to develop. But we've also got books on marriage and mm-hmm. and parenting. The idea of how do I increase the joy in my marriage? Because you stop and think about it is if I'm working on my own individual joy, but we can also have a joy-filled marriage, just think about how much better life is there. And if I can pass these things on to my kids so that they develop from the beginning uh, this capacity for joy, what uh, what a gift that I am giving to my children. So. Let's just take a, yeah. you know, a couple minutes here and just sure. tell people an overview of what, kind of what's in those books. If you wanted to give them something about joy-filled marriages, we start there with this idea that every marriage has a joy gap right so what would you want them to know about joy gap and how we shrink that gap yeah
1: you know what as as we're talking about just you know um being purposeful in our marriages you know just carving out five ten minutes a day even 15 minutes if you can but just carving out a little bit of time to shrink that joy gap so that you can practice some glad to be together joy and I love the exercises in that book as well, Marcus. There's a lot of practical exercises people can do to shrink that joy, joy gap. We just have to make the time,
0: right? Yeah. And you know, you're wondering what, what do you mean by joy gap? We're talking about the amount of time between moments of shared joy. Yeah. So like, you know, if it's been a couple hours since we felt joy together, yeah. that's good. You yeah. got a good marriage. But if it's been weeks since you felt joy together, chances are you're probably struggling with that feeling of Am I even still in love, right? Because there is a love and joy are directly connected in terms of how we we feel about people. So... The goal here is let's shrink the amount of time between the experiences of shared joy in our marriage. And so we have, like I said, a whole plan there in yeah. that book of, of how we do this, what the habits are that needed to de- developed, and exercises for building those habits. Same thing then when it comes to parenting, right? Yeah. We want to help our kids. And when we say we want to raise joy-filled kids, we're not saying we want kids who are just happy all the time. That's right. We're talking about how do you actually, what we're talking about is how do you grow maturity in our kids? How do we make resilient kids? And that is kids who can do hard things and bounce back from those hard things. So we have four habits that we talk about. We got exercises for parents to go through there. So if you're looking to just in general say, Hey, I'm looking for a more joy filled environment. I want to pass this on to other people. I'd recommend that you check out all these books. They're not that long, right? They're all designed to be gone through in about a month, uh, 30 days of exercises in each one. So, if this has been helpful to you, again, check out our website, fourhabits.org. You'll find links there to all three books the one on marriage, parenting, and the one we've been talking about in this Mm -hmm. series, uh, the Four Habits of Joy Filled People. Also, we got a 28 day challenge there, right? 28 days to joy. Challenge there. Chris has put together exercises that can get you jump started on your own journey to joy. In the meantime, thank you guys for joining. Again, don't forget to check out that website it's fourhabits.org.